Welcome to the Downhouse podcast, where you can learn more about Downhouse School. In this series, we continue to spotlight areas of the school our listeners have asked to know more about. In this episode, we find out more about the Global Exchange Programme, an opportunity for girls in Year 10 and Year 12 to experience life in one of our partner schools around the globe, and for their girls to spend time with us here at Downhouse. In this episode, our host, Simon Jones, speaks to Mrs. Catherine Adams, who organises the exchanges, and pupils Isabella and Alice in Year 11, and Sarah in Year 13. So I'm very excited for this episode. We've got four people here with us today, three pupils and Mrs. Adams. I'm smiling at the moment, Mrs. Adams, because what people who are listening to this might not realise is that we record the intro that Mrs. Reeve just gave actually here, uh, at the time of the recording. So so we've all just heard what this episode is all about. Um, but first of all, Mrs. Adams, thank you for being here. Thank you. Nice to see you. And uh, great to see you too. Uh, thank you for giving up your time to be here. I'm dying to hear more about the Global Exchange Programme. First of all, just tell me how long you've been here at the school for though. I've only been at the school for a year and a quarter now, so I'm relatively new, very post-COVID if you like. Post-COVID. And where were you before here? I was actually doing a degree in history. So before here, I was busy being an academic. So Wow, I've got to ask more about this. What area of history do you enjoy researching? I'm a medievalist. That's what I enjoy. Yeah, so I actually did my degree down in Winchester, which specialises in medieval history. Now, you, you kind of said that and, and cringed a little bit. Actually, we were just talking before about medieval history and Sarah was just talking about a a-level paper she's currently doing and um, she was doing Tudors and she was saying oh medieval history oh no so I, I was just I was just smiling thinking about that that's all no I very much enjoy medieval history so yeah now tell me about the global exchange program let's just imagine for a moment that I'm listening to this episode I've got no idea at all what the global exchange program is just tell me in a nutshell first of all what it is the global schools exchange program at Downhouse was started back in uh, 2016 by the Director of Global Partnerships, uh, my boss, uh, Mrs. Maria Akhtar. We currently have 16 partner schools in 11 countries across six continents. And the Global Schools Exchange Programme is um, thought of as both an academic and a cultural exchange. And it's it's really part of the Downhouse um, Global Education Strategy, if you like, getting our girls world ready, getting them culturally aware, introducing them as global citizens, and ultimately looking at them as global leaders of the future. Right. So tell me a, li a little bit more then about how old the girls are when they go on these programs. Okay. So we introduce the program at Downhouse when the girls are in year nine. So they are 14, 14 years old when we introduce it to them. They would then firstly go on exchange when they're 14 turning 15. Mm -hmm. And then our older girls will be 16 turning 17. Okay, so you mentioned older girls and so you have two different programs, is that right? The program is split. So we have schools that specifically take our younger girls and then we just have a few schools who actually take our older girls. Right, okay. So you mentioned 16 countries. Tell me which countries they are then. We have um, the USA, we have Brazil um, and in Europe we have three countries. We've got the Netherlands, Germany and um, Sweden. We have South Africa. We've got three schools in South Africa, actually. We've got China. We have them in Hong Kong, mm -hmm. Australia, New Zealand and India. And how do you go about choosing which countries to partner up with? Sometimes it's a recommendation from either past pupils here, other teachers here that have introduced us to schools across the world, mm -hmm. or just looking at schools across the world that are 
similar to Downhouse or may have an affinity with Downhouse. Mm. So that's what's happened in the past. Mm. Um, Did you do anything like this when you were young, when you were at school? No, didn't get the opportunity. I think all I got was a ski trip, I think, or a ski trip or a trip to France maybe. To Yeah, no, I didn't get anything like this. Mm. And very, very few schools, even now, get this opportunity. This really is a unique opportunity for the girls. And having such a tailor-made program as well is something else that even in our sector you don't see you really don't see so it, it's a it's a unique it's a unique point here well we're going to find out from each of the girls what their experience has been of the program but isabella first of all i'm, I'm going to ask you how did you first hear about this program and what were your thoughts when you were told about it well we were heard about it when we were introduced by the members of staff and it just seemed like such an amazingly such an amazing opportunity and something that definitely would widen my knowledge and everything of different cultures yeah it just seemed like an incredible opportunity and which year are you in here upper five so year 11 okay so you've been on one of these already then have you yeah so i went last summer to south africa for four weeks south africa wow so this would be one of the three schools that mrs adams mentioned which school were you at then durban girls college fantastic and how did it feel when you were traveling out to Durban? Because Durban's a long way away. We actually flew straight to Durban. So we went to Dubai and then to Durban from there. Okay. So just for the sake of people listening, how old were you when you traveled out there then? 15. 15 is a young age to be traveling. Were you traveling with somebody else? Were you chaperoned on the trip going out there? Well, I, I luckily had two other girls with me on the way there and then two, and they changed. So there were four of us all together that went Two of us which stayed the whole four weeks and then two who did half and half. And we did, we had a lovely lady, well, lady, people that changed all the way along. So they were able to help us go where we wanted to go, which was amazing. So we didn't have to worry about passports and all that kind of thing, which was really nice and reassuring. Yeah, and uh, the pack that we were given by Mrs. Adams was very helpful because it had where we needed to be at certain times. Obviously, the people knew where we were going, but it was just nice to have that with all our information in it so we didn't need to worry about all the different things. Now, Mrs Adams said that this is academic and cultural. Tell me what your experience is of... Because actually, I've been to Durban before. And Durban's a very fun place and you could go somewhere like Durban and have a really fun time. But tell me about the academic and cultural side and, and how that helped you being out there. I stayed with... My host family were Muslim and South African, so it was quite nice to have kind of a mix of both Muslim and South African. So it was really nice to go along with their practices and beliefs and that kind of thing, which we went along with. And then also being able to incorporate myself into the school life as well. Isabella, where are you from? Well, here, my mum's Canadian. But you're, you're from the UK? Yeah. So being with a Muslim family in South Africa, culturally, that's very different to how yes. you were brought up then, No, definitely, totally different. And there was it took a couple of days for me to adjust to the differences in lifestyle, but it was, yeah, it was really nice because they explained a lot of things to me. So if I was going, why are you doing this or these kind of things? And so it was nice for them to be able to explain it to me. So I understood what they were doing at different points and that kind of thing. Wow. And then have you also experienced the reciprocation of the, all of this? So the person you went to stay with, has she been over here as well? Yes. So, well, unfortunately, she could only come for a short time because of her visa and her visa, they all got a little bit messed up. But she came over for a week and luckily she was here during Founders Weekend, which is when we celebrate everything that people have done for the past term year, that kind of thing. So it was really nice to incorporate her into what I'm so used to doing, which was it was really nice. And I think it was also quite different from her because of the differences in school. Isabella, it's great hearing about your experience of this. Uh, we're you. going to speak to Alice now. Alice, hello. How are you, first of all? 
I'm good, thank you. How are you? Uh, I'm very good, thank you. Very good. So you're in the same year as Isabella, is that right? Yes, I am. Okay. And tell me about your experience. Where did you go? I went to India, specifically Dehradun and Delhi, just last October with another girl in my house called Flistaff. Right, gosh. So India, I mean, all parts of India are very, very different to, to, to life here in Berkshire. Uh, where, whereabouts are you from, though? Um, I'm here from the UK. You're from the UK? Okay, right. So tell me what it was like when you were flying out there and when you arrived in India. I'm going to make a presumption you've never been to India before. No, before. I haven't. So what was it like when you arrived there and when you landed there? It was hectic. We had two flights, one from London to Delhi and then Delhi to Derridon. And it was really quite crazy. I mean, everything was so different. I mean, when we first went into the car, we were greeted by our buddies who we had seen in the summer when we hosted them here. And I remember driving through and we were surrounded by the foothills of the Himalayas and honking rickshaws on the road. And there were even cows on the road. It was really something quite special and they've never experienced it before. They really respect the cows on the road as well, don't they? <laughs> so at the time when you went out, you'd already done the hosting, is that right? Yes, I had. Okay, tell me more about the hosting then. I mean, how does that actually work? So we had spoken to our buddies around three months before, so we kept in contact with them. And then my buddy, Avika, came over in summer um, last term and she spent two weeks here two weeks at school and then we I took her home with me in London for a couple of days and we went to see all the sites and everything okay so she spent some time here in the boarding house and then some time with with your family in London yes right okay so tell me about the differences that you spotted in India the differences between the UK and India fairly significant I imagine yeah, there were a huge number of differences. Just from being in London, it was different to going to a small town in India. The, there were like lots more markets and everything. And even the school was quite different as well. I think I shared a dorm with 16 girls at the school from going from four to 16. It was Gosh. quite a big jump. Yeah, that must have been good fun though. It was good fun. I think we spent lots of nights like staying up, talking to each other. Um, we even taught them some of our card games we had played here. So that was really nice stuff. So then on the academic side of things, you know, because this is academic and cultural and also good fun as well. What other things did you learn about being out in a country like India? I learned a lot. I learned the food is extremely different. I went thinking I had a good spice tolerance and I came back learning that I really did not. And then <laughs> after speaking to the girls, it turns out they had lowered the spicy levels of food there <laughs> and I was like oh this is all fine and yeah eating out was different. So how do you feel like it's changed you now that you're back here your buddy's been over here you've been over there how are you a different person? I've grown more confident after going to a different country and a country I've never been to before and I think I've grown more resilient to things and yeah, I think I've come back a better person. Amazing. That sounds awesome. That really does. Uh, we're going to speak to Sarah now. Uh, Sarah, I'm dying to find out. Well, first of all, you're in the sixth form here, aren't you? Yes, I am. I'm in my last year of school. Okay, right. So so you went on this program in Lower Sixth. Tell me, tell me where you went then. So I went to Sweden and specifically Stockholm. And it was a really nice school. It was called Campus Manila and specifically focused on the last three years of their schooling. So that spanned from, I think, 16 to 19. But the entire school was actually all the way from their version of kindergarten. So it was really cool to see. So Stockholm, clearly it's, it's closer than, than the likes of South Africa or India. 
But but tell me about what Stockholm was like, because again, Stockholm is a very different country to the to the UK. It's a very different language, isn't it? So yeah, no, definitely. Uh, I think one of the most striking things about it was that I was on the Nordic ship, and by being there, obviously I had very different weather, but also the culture was immensely different. Uh, to you know, kind of fit around their weather, they had very different you know types of just facilities to get used to that weather. Mm. And it was also a very beautiful city, Stockholm, because of its geographical location. It was quite, it was just lakes mixed with city scenes, but also very naturalistic environment. And where Campus Manila was, it was on top of a hill, but a hill where you could see, you know, the urban urban cityscape of Stockholm. So it was really special. Do you think later in life you'll go back to Stockholm and maybe sort of go around some of the places you went to? No, definitely. Because I feel like I had 10 days there, which is quite a lot actually for a school exchange. But um, there were so many places that I left unventured, but were mentioned by my exchange. So there was Galmastan, which is old town in Swedish. And that was, again, another whole different landscape to the cityscapes and the nature so definitely would love to go back and explore all three of those places. That sounds fantastic. I mean, Stockholm sounds amazing. India sounds amazing. Durban sounds amazing as well. I wish I wish I was doing something like this when I was young. Catherine, let me just ask you about relationships that girls have with each other. How do you go about ensuring or ensuring as best you can that the relationships that are going to be good relationships between the girls? Uh, something I can't really ensure, but we do uh, in the background. We uh, obviously pair the girls uh, looking at their interests, looking at um, the subjects they're studying, that kind of thing as well, because this is obviously an academic exchange as well as cultural. We introduce both our girls and their parents to our to their host um, girls and parents. Um, they, you know, a good two, three months before the exchange. So they've got a good time to get to know them. The girls obviously tend to do it all through social media and their parents tend to do it through Zoom calls, etc. So they get to know each other. And then obviously it's just a case of when they're here on exchange, uh, for instance, if their buddies were coming here, yeah, we do our best within either within the boarding houses or taking them on trips and things to ensure that they get to spend a lot of time together, fun time together, not just academic time together, to help them as, as much as we can to ensure they have a good relationship. On the whole, that works, I would say, 99% of the time. And 1% of the time it doesn't. But it doesn't mean you can't have a good exchange just because you, yeah. So they, and they, they learn a lot from that as well. So. And it's great to hear the girls talking about how, well, with, with Alice talking about how she came back as a, as a different person. So, you know, I imagine that all of them go through that transformation when they go out to somewhere that they experience new things and then come back with all of that difference inside them. We do get a lot of feedback. Obviously, we, we, we ask for feedback after these exchanges, not only from the girls, but from their parents who notice how much their confidence has grown or how, yeah, they, they're more able to do things perhaps that they weren't before or more up for doing things that they weren't up for doing for before. Because, yeah, this this program, it just, it, it, it opens their, their mind, the, the girls' minds to so much, I think, that um, and it enables them to see and experience things that they just, they just won't get on any other program anywhere else, really. It's... It's 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 a great program. So, what are the actual benefits then for the girls? Tell me more about those benefits that they get from going on a trip like this. I, I think we've already touched upon some of them. So, it would it, we're looking at making them more culturally aware, global citizens, but also looking at networking. Uh, you make lifelong friends on this program. We've in fact had one girl, Rosie, uh, who went a couple of years ago to New Zealand, 
And her buddy actually came here last year. She graduated last year from Downhouse. Her buddy actually came to surprise her at graduation. Oh, wow. And then they went away on holiday together. So they are, oh, wow. they are lifelong friends. So you can, on this program, make a friend for life. And, and their families are very tight as well, very close. So they've, they've, they've really touched on it. And, and ultimately, these girls are going to apply to university. And this is an amazing thing to put on your on your application form but also they've had interview practice they've had to you know and it, that also is very helpful in their university application so yeah it's it's a winner let's talk about just briefly how we keep the girls safe on these programs isabella was talking about traveling as a group and you know clearly it's not like you're sending young girls off on their own on, on a plane going going to the other side of the world mm -hmm. What measures do you put in place to, to keep them safe when they're on these trips? Obviously, all our girls, no, no girls travel alone, as you've mentioned. Uh, they all travel in pairs. We give them a full pack of information. So they have all of their travel information, all of their important paperwork they carry with them. They've got that with them. So they have everything there. We talk to them. We have meetings with them, lots of uh, meetings with them to discuss their travel, to discuss when they're at the other schools. As far as at our other schools, obviously... Uh, we've actually been to all of our schools. We've vetted all of our schools. We're very comfortable there, close partners of Downhouse. Parents, other parents, again, those schools, we are confident that they have vetted their parents. So we feel that wherever our girls are going to, they're going to the best families with great girls, um, etc. So we do feel confident. And as I say, we allow our parents to speak to the parents that their girls are going to. Okay. So they do get a chance to you know, build a relationship as well with the hosting oh, parents. So, yeah. Parent to parent. Parent to parent. Absolutely. So as I said, yeah, girls are speaking, but also parents absolutely must speak. So, yeah, they do. And of course, th these aren't sort of random families that the girls are going to. They're, they're children who are in the partner schools. Absolutely. Which are all part of this program in the first place. Absolutely. Yes. So tell me how the application process works. If, if I was a girl here and I wanted to do something like this, how do, how do I do it? So both in year nine and year 11, we have a big launch event and we launch it to all the girls and to their parents. After that launch event, we obviously send them an application form. They fill out an application form. It's quite a lengthy form, actually, isn't it, girls? Yeah, yeah, quite a lengthy form. Uh, they fill out an application form and then we, we pull in the girls for interviews. We interview all the girls. And last year, for instance, we had 50 girls applying for 24 places. Oh, I see. So it's it's not a guarantee that you're going to get a place. So it is, it's highly competitive. And then we whittle them down and choose our, choose our final girls. Fantastic. Well, it sounds like an, an amazing program. It really does. Uh, I, I wish something like that existed when I was younger. Absolutely. Me too. Me too. I'm always envious, envious. I would love to go with the girls. It's amazing. They, yeah, they all get to go to fantastic places. Well, let's put that to you then, Catherine. If you could, if you could go anywhere on a program like this, where would you choose? A very difficult one. I would have to say India. I would love to go to India. Yeah. There you go. Alice is smiling. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Keeping an eye on time, we need to bring this to a close now. But Catherine, thank you for your time being here. It's been really good talking thank to you. Thank you very much. Really nice to speak with you. And Isabella, it's been great talking to you as well. Thank you so much. Alice, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. And Sarah, thank you for your time as well. Thank you. So that's it for this episode. To find out more, check out the school's website, downhouse.net. And our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.